Hi, welcome to Conversations with Anna podcast. My name is Dr. Anna Stump, the Golden Ticket Professor. I'm a former business executive turned high school teacher turned college professor. And in those three decades of transition, I have spent time with several generations. And as a result, I have some stories to tell. Each episode, you will hear stories or interviews that will help you focus on your truth. I want you to feel accepted, motivated, supported, and then I want you to be able to take what you know about yourself and your truth and apply it to this big world we live in so you can move forward with a more truthful life. Thank you for spending some time today. And now let's jump in to a conversation with Anna. It's early in the day, so much I want to do. I dedicate today to breaking rules. I'm going to stick to a strategy. I'm going to find out exactly what I'm made of. Is there really something wrong with just smiling the Hi, welcome back to another conversation with Anna. This time, I'm changing the name to protect the innocent, but I'm reading to you right from some LinkedIn messages that happened to me just a few days ago, because this has been so heavy on my mind and on my heart the last few days. I've done this in the past. I think we've all done it. It is a little bit about what my resume ready podcast episode was back in um, episode 40, talking about a growth mindset and why we shouldn't wait until we need a job or need out of a job or are miserable in something or just feel hopeless to start working on your resume or working on your LinkedIn or networking to try and figure out what your next step's going to be. And again, I said in that episode, I'm guilty of that. We all are. But this was just a perfect textbook case study of what I'm talking about. I don't think this person listens to my podcast. um, So I didn't tell them that I was going to use them. But again, you'll never know who it is. So that's okay. But I just I can't imagine that they do listen to this or they would have never come at me with these questions in this way. So I just want to share this because many, many things here that if if it does not currently describe you, it may in the future, or you may be have someone in your life who is going to be at this point. And I give zero judgment to this individual because I have so much empathy. It's why it's been on my mind and on my heart for the last few days, because I know exactly what this person is feeling. But again, it comes back to they're doing so many things right. They just really are not comfortable and confident and believe in themselves enough. Um, Again, which describes the majority of humanity. So I get it. But out of the blue, I get a recommendation request. Um, Hi, Dr. Stump, could you write me a recommendation sometime in the near future? And I talk to people, I don't know, thousands of people a year about LinkedIn. And the number one thing I say about recommendations is don't ever do that. You have to give a person something to talk about. You have to say things like, Dr. Stump, could you please write me a recommendation about my experience in social media marketing and how you observed me, you know, approaching, planning, executing, 
whatever that might be. Better yet, this person could have had a conversation with me about what their goals were and decided what I was going to write about. Because the recommendations that you get really should be supportive of all of the other information in your LinkedIn profile. And it really should line up with the job description of roles that you're trying to get. These should all just be artifacts and evidence about the skills that you claim to have. This should be someone saying these things, and this is how I saw it, and this is what I observed. Um, So you don't send, hey, could you just write me a recommendation sometime in the near future? Because what if I just write about how this person is nice? What if I just write about how this person had perfect attendance? What if I just write about how this person, you know, loves dogs? (laughs) None of that is strategic in telling your story or aligning you with the description or requirements for a career. So please don't do that. So that one came 1130 on Tuesday. At one o'clock on Wednesday, I get a follow up saying, Hey, I'm just asking for a recommendation. I'm at a crossroads in my career. Right now I'm working in such and such industry, which is fine. I'm just doing cold calls and sales. I'm hoping one day to break into the sports entertainment marketing and make a jump into some major league sports teams. What do you suggest for someone that is looking to break through and get into this industry with not much experience, but lots of knowledge in what's going on? So I, that was a lot to ask. So my reply was the industries you're describing are just now coming back to life. Um, we have some local sports teams, some major league teams within, you know, certain hours drives or whatever. And the majority of these people had layoffs um, or let their team go during the pandemic. And I just give a couple of examples of that. And I'd say, like, here's one organization I would steer clear of because they have a very toxic culture. Um, This other organization might be good. But my bottom line thing is you need to decide something more specific than, quote, work in sports. Are you enjoying sales? Do you want to do events? Start there. So reply is... Event marketing, event management are all things I could be really good and excel at. Okay, here's the thing I know about this individual. They have done entertainment marketing before. They've done tons of events. So why we're talking about things I could be really good at when you've already done that tells me that this person's in such a fog, in such a real cloudy place and is not leading with their individual talents, their individual experiences. This person is looking at a wish list. I want to work in sports. I wanted this. I wanted that. They're in that whole weird look good thing. And they're not thinking about leading with themselves or telling their story or finding out what they want to do. So the message goes on. I'm just primarily interested in working in sports entertainment field and having an affiliation with a professional sports team. I don't understand that. I, I really do not. You, This person says, I just want to have an affiliation with a professional sports team. For what purpose? Like, what does that do? I, I, I That is so far away from me being able to understand it. So then the, another message came. Have you heard anything about the culture at this organization? And I said, yes, I've always heard positives. Um, but remember... 
90% of their employees were laid off. So they're going to be starting over, which may be a good time to apply. So the person replies back and said, hey, I truly appreciate your honesty, which again, I don't know who you thought you were getting a hold of. That is all you ever get from me. The last thing I want to do is venture into a toxic culture. Maybe I should do ticket sales. <laughs> um, so I finally just broke down and my reply was, you know that you're doing this wrong, don't you? You are chasing something. You're trying to fit into a spot rather than understanding your value and finding your fit. You are too talented to be making grasps like this. So then the reply was, I'm just legitimately at a crossroads, which I truly believe. And I'm struggling to find a place with values that I believe in. And then in parentheses, they, they put causes. So again, I'm going to stop right here. The things that you say to someone. Now, I've known this person for a few years. And I do know they're very cause-driven. But this does not balance with three or four messages ago. All I want to do is be affiliated with a professional sports team. Because what cause-driven professional sports do you see? I mean, they're still struggling to figure out what causes to jump off the bandwagon and jump. They're not cause-oriented. This is so confusing. My heart aches for this person because truly just confused, beaten down, all the things. And a lot of this has just probably become a cycle, which we'll re continue to read and you'll continue to understand what I'm talking about. So again, just I'm legitimately at a crossroads, struggling to find a place with values that I believe in. And more importantly, I'm struggling to get my foot in the door anywhere after trying out this um, experience. I'm not going to say what it is, but this person did things through high school and college in sort of an entertainment and slash sports um, industry. And again, that's why I'm saying this person has been in a role that is creative. It is sports performance. It has been the majority of this individual's life. And they're just walking away from the things that they've done. So I, this is why it's all very confusing to me. So the person goes on, I guess I just also forget that we have been in a pandemic and things have been downsized and shut down so much. With giving you transparency, I'm super impatient. I worked at a grocery store for months during the pandemic. I also worked at a clothing store for a few months during the pandemic, and I want more. Hopefully that makes sense. I have to tell you, anybody right now with that on their resume, trying to get back into an industry that was dormant during the pandemic, people will look extremely highly at someone who just went out and worked, worked with the public, worked in a, a demanding role, worked in a frontline role during this pandemic. Mean, that is something to be super proud of and clearly hard to be proud of something that just isn't what you want to be doing that you feel like is two steps back. And I get all of that. But I, again, I just cannot help but think this individual has handled so many things well, but they're not seeing that. So the message goes on. I've just been extremely frustrated the past year and a half, but everyone has. Everyone has experienced the same frustration. I'm just more frustrated. And also that the opportunities that do feel right sometimes haven't given me the light of day. Again, it's because of this getting in your own way. I mean, I get it. You probably get it. If I was talking to this person about themselves, at this point in the conversation, they would get it. 
But when you are so buried in it, when you are so lost in it, when you're so frustrated and upset about it, and you are so miserable in your day to day, and you are not where you thought you were going to be, but you have worked hard to get where you are, you cannot have fresh, clean perspective. And that is so honest and true. So I replied back, I said, this makes really good sense, but you really have to focus on what you want to do. You need to build a resume and a network around that. There's a ton of positivity in how you have stayed busy and employed, but with growth happening, you cannot miss that. You are not putting the right focus in the right places, so you are not getting the right right results. So they replied, yeah, I guess I've been writing what I know for so long. I haven't been putting energy in to fix these issues and haven't really grown in those areas. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not what I said. (laughs) I, I mean, just an absolute positive default to fixing something. Um, or not growing well. And I replied back, no, that is not what I mean. You have to build your idea role by finding jobs, looking at job descriptions, tailoring your resume, telling your stories in the right keywords. You do not need to be fixed. Your skills do not need to be fixed. You will grow when you are in a role that you are challenged in and when it was the, and is the right role. You just need to determine what that is, not what organization or industry Think about what you've done, what you enjoy, and let's build a role from there. So I've not heard back. All I know is this person is so incredibly lost and having a really hard time leading with the number one thing that differentiates him, and that is him. So yeah, it's a male. Sorry. I didn't mean to out the gender like that, but I did. I'm very bad at this cloak and dagger thing. Um... Do you see here what I'm talking about when you are not truly comfortable with yourself? And I will tell you that for the last three or four years that I've known this person, very much a positive, hardworking, intelligent person when things are going well. So now that things are not going well, still that same person, still very hardworking, still very intelligent, still very energetic, still somewhat positive. But now I have to wonder how much of that is a facade, how much of that is not truly who this person is. So maybe I was hearing the good things and seeing the good things and being shown all the positive results because this person was trying to reaffirm and and live up to what they think they were, not fully living in their truth. So I, I don't know. And that, that's the danger is when you surround yourself with people for years and you're not vulnerable and you don't show up as yourself and you don't start these conversations with like not saying, can you write me a recommendation, but saying help. Like I'm not, I'm trying, it's not working. I guarantee you this person has one resume and they're uploading it for every job that they feel is one that they want to have. So they're not getting any results from that. I guarantee you that this person has an entire network of people that has no idea that they're looking for a role back in this entertainment, sports, marketing, whatever it is that they're looking for. And I guarantee you that getting up and going to work at the grocery store or the clothing store or laying around and watching Netflix or any of those things kind of fed this beast more so than trying to expand their network and get to know people and understand things over the last year and a half. 
I believe me, I get that. I haven't wanted to reach out and network with people. Uh, this pandemic hit us all hard. Like we are not <laughs> in a growth mindset mode, which is why I made a podcast episode about it, which is why I constantly talk about it. If you are not truly fully living an authentic life, these moments of just fog and desperation are not when you start to parse that out and start to build that. So where do you do from here? This, this is why I wanted to talk about this today, because like, where do you go from here when you are just so lost and so frustrated and so far away from what you feel like is success? I guess this is where we would start to look at just the evidence of what this person has given us. Is success working for a cause-driven organization? Or is success being able to tell people you work for a sports team? Or what if you work for a sports related organization that, you know, activates things for the community through sports. I mean, there's, there's some things to build off of what this person has said, but just waking up one morning and saying, I work for a professional sports organization is not going to make this person be leading any more of an authentic life than they were the day before. That is not going to feel any more authentic or any much more of a challenge or that they are really, truly adding value than getting up and going to work at the grocery store every day. So I'm really confused about where this person wants to land, what's important to them, and what types of roles they're looking at. As I look at their LinkedIn, I go through and they do have their current role and they have time at the retail store, but there is no grocery store on here. The last role um, two years, seven months in a director role. Phenomenal. Um, does a pretty good job of explaining what that is. Not great. And then that's pretty much it. So there's nothing on their LinkedIn um, that says that they're looking for work. Which, again, that's tricky. You might not want your current role to know that you're looking for work. I get that. Um, there's not anything on here um, no, the about section is one sentence. Um, so this person is not helping themselves. This person is not clear. This person is not being true because you don't go from, I want to work. I just want to wake up one day and be involved and affiliated with a sports team to, I really just want to work somewhere that works with causes I believe in. This person needs to land on some things, right? This person needs to figure these things out. This is where if you are having trouble taking steps forward, you need to figure this out with a account, like a um, coach. You, you get a career coach, you get a life coach. The coach will be the one, um, kind of like when we spoke with Cheryl in the past, like episode 35, when she talks about life coaching, if she starts to see that there's underlying trauma or underlying um, issues with mental health, that's when she would make a referral or suggestion to person based on, here's what I'm hearing, here's what I'm seeing, here are patterns, here are commonalities, you may want to see um, a therapist, which again... These are all, like, I'm, I'm not getting enough information. I gave you the information I have. I'm not getting enough information to help somebody. And I, I just sometimes want to grab these people and say, help me help you. <laughs> like, I do want to help you, but I have to have help. I need for you to come clean, like be real. And you can tell through that exchange, the, the more I push back, the more real they got. And the only reason I'm able to push back is A, the person reached out first time. 
kudos to that. Secondly, I've known this person over a series of years, so I'm fully aware of this this type of engagement is not typical of this person. So this is where I say, if you really, truly want to make a change, you're going to have to invest in that. Your time, your truth, and maybe a little financial backing to get the coaching and the clarity that you need. And it's important that you do that because this is clearly weighing heavily on this person. And it is making a a major, major, major setback in just their quality of life. And that you would think that that makes good sense. You invested in a college education, you were doing all of the right things, doing things you loved, and then a pandemic hit. Again, I'm going to go back to when I had on Lisa Mertes in episode 34, when she, the workplace empathy coach, and we talked about the fact that this pandemic, we have all lost something our expectations, our plans, our, you know, life as we know it it is gone. And that puts you in a grief cycle. And as somebody who is still in a grief cycle over losing my dad, I can tell you it is so hard to have the energy and the clarity and the emotional capacity to just do life. And you have to give yourself space and grace for that. And I think we can tell from the message that this person sent, they're not having the, the, the space. The things I love about this individual, very hardworking, driven person to have had different roles, to have kept busy, to have kept an income, um, did not lead with the poor me, like poor me, I was doing life great. And then this pandemic hit. I mean, we were like four exchanges in until the person said, Oh, yeah, like, I guess we're I kind of forget sometimes about this pandemic. I love that. I love that this person is not excuse driven. But what this person also is not doing is leading with himself, right? Not putting myself, here are the things that I am good at, and then trying to find out where those fit. Because honestly, the more I know about this person, the more I'm thinking and the more I've looked through some of the evidence on LinkedIn and just things that this person has been doing, I don't know that this person's going to love the sports industry, to be honest with you. Um, And I think my advice would be go job shadow somebody, Is it weird to go ask to job shadow when you're a fully functioning adult? You're not a college student. I don't think anything is weird coming out of a pandemic. Honestly, I truly do not. Um, I think this is what I mean when I tell you that my plan, my goal, my the reason I jump on this podcast and the thing that I am passionate about is for all of us to do the work to know ourselves, to truly know ourselves, to focus on our truth to accept that, and to love ourselves, to know that we are enough, to show up and know that we are enough. And I'm if this is a role that I am not enough for, if this is an organization I am not enough for, I will continue to look until I find it. Maybe I'm enough, maybe I'm too much for a big organization, maybe I need a startup, maybe I'm too much or not enough for a for-profit, maybe I need a non-for-profit, I could go on for days, but you have to be very sure of yourself, of your value that you bring and who you are and what makes you happy. Manage that and then find the fit. How do you find the fit? That's what I talk about going out and sharing that with the world. For a while, that looks like 
talking to people, finding out about the company, finding out about the organization, finding out about the industry, finding out about how are they doing remote work right now? How are they handling the pandemic? What types of changes are coming to the industry because of technology? What do you see happening in the next two or three years? If you were me, what would you be looking? I mean, there are people out there that will have these conversations with you, but the people that are not ready to have the conversation are the ones who've not had a lot of conversations before, the ones who are unsure about what to have a conversation about. And those are the people who have not done the first part of what I'm asking you to do. Who are you? What are your gifts? What are your talents? What are your strengths? Where do you need to be in order to feel fulfilled? Where do you need to be in order to add the most value? Where do you need to be in order to be happy and to provide you know, positive outcomes for an organization? Those are the things that you have to figure out for yourself. I never said you had to do it by yourself. I never said it's going to be easy. I never said it's going to be quick. People have worked a lifetime. I'm still in the middle of all those. I flip flop back and forth. And about the time I take two steps forward, I get knocked back, whether it's a death in the family or a pandemic or, you know, a new job or changes, or I learn something about myself in some new way or the world changes, right? Like I wouldn't have told you two years ago that I would have thrived in a work at home situation where I hardly see anybody face to face. I've always been a hugger. I've always been very tactical. I've always been very much loud and obnoxious and taking up all the room and taking up all the air in the room, but I'm doing well. That is something that I have learned about myself. And I've had to go back and recalibrate a lot of the things about myself that I have always thought was the value that I provide. The number of people that tell me, oh my goodness, your energy is just contagious. I wish I had your energy. Guess what? They're still feeling it from states away over a Zoom call without me having to be in the room. And that was a lot of what I thought my value was in the past. So I'm having to recalibrate. We are all having to recalibrate. Some of us are learning the opposite, that I didn't think I needed to be in the room, but I am not doing well not being in the room. So just learning these things, processing these things, applying these things about yourself, figuring all of that out is so important. So I do think that this is somewhat what we will see from Generation Z right now because they do not have the experience. Again, this person that I am highlighting is a, a slightly different because they were extremely involved and busy during high school and then college, in addition to all of their academics, in the same kind of athletic um, entertainment industry. And that's rare. It's rare that people of this generation spent time doing anything in high school that wasn't to look good on a college application. Or if they did play a sport, they probably only played one sport. They tried to play it all year round. Um, That's what the helicopter parents have done. And then when they got to college, they didn't work in high school. So, you know, the helicopter parents certainly didn't want them to work in college because that's crazy. Going to school is your job. So we have a generation of really not tested, experienced young people that are going to get into this fog and have these conversations like the one that I shared with you through this LinkedIn message, that you really are going to have to take the time to ask the harder questions, to push back, to maybe give them a little homework, to maybe give them a little guidance. Um, And and it's not a conversation you would think you're going to have to have with a 22 or 23 year old. But this pandemic put a year or so on pause. The way we educate in K through 12, 
which is solely just college prep, in my opinion, stunts their growth, stunts their exploration, stunts their ability to really test and prove themselves. College is no better. So we have to do a lot of this. Future employers have to do a lot of this. This is why they will have between 10 and 13 jobs before they're 35. It's not just them, though. There will be a lot of changes in the workforce. But this is reality, folks. Whether it's your reality today or coming up or whether you've lived through it and you want to think about a little bit how that worked, if this is not your reality, I'm going to really challenge you to go out and find people who are struggling with this reality and figure out how you can help them have a conversation with them, introduce them to somebody, show some empathy and some patience to them because we are their way out of this. We are the people that can model the good behaviors for them. Um, If you have somebody you know is going through this, get them to someone who can give them the click, get them to a career coach, get them to a life coach, get them to somebody that can really make an impact with them um, because Coming out of this pandemic is the time to shed this whole it looks good thing. You know, all the clubs and organizations that somebody was in in college because it was going to look good to an employer. Then they get out and they're just shook because what the employer is looking for are transferable skills and work experience that makes them less risky to hire. And nobody in college was telling them that. And if they were, it was just like an outlier like me. And they didn't listen. So I I don't know the best course of action for each and every individual out there. All I know is that when things get hard, it gets harder for the things, right? When things are confusing, we get more confused. So these young people who have lost their identity that they've had since they were five, which is being a student, are now out here floundering a little bit. It's not happening to every Gen Z person, but it's happening to a good portion of them. And there are far more of us older, wiser people than there are of them. And we really, truly do need to just stop and love on them. Now, that's not to say your Gen Xers aren't struggling, that your millennials aren't struggling. In my last episode, the conversation I had around the number of people, it was a Axios um article, the link is in the last episode about the number of people that are coming out of this pandemic that will be looking for jobs. One in four people are going to be leaving their current role because they have assessed their own skill set, how they added value and how they were valued at work in terms of what their career trajectory is. So there are a lot of people, whether it's healthy and authentic or whether it's a result of just some pain and discomfort or unhappiness. But there are a lot of people about to go through this transition. So as your friends and colleagues and family members go through it, at whatever age and stage they are, show up the best you can for them. And think about what I've said here today in terms of asking the bigger questions and listening for the cracks in what they're trying to tell you, right? Listen for them to contradict themselves because chances are they will because this is not an authentic conversation that they want to have. And really challenge them to show up and be vulnerable and be real. And if they're not doing it, if they don't seem to have the skill set or the toolbox, that's when you want to get them a coach. So hopefully this helped. Hopefully this person... (laughs) 
I might just send him this podcast episode. I don't know. But I just felt like, again, this was textbook case study of what is happens when you are not leading a truthful, authentic life, when you are not starting with yourself and going out to investigate where your best fit is. This this confusion just breeds more confusion and desperation and grasping at roles, trying to apply for things that you aren't telling your story properly to align with those and not getting a callback for those jobs starts to eat away at your confidence. Then you get into that self-fulfilling prophecy of I'm not good enough and nobody wants me and not, nobody wants me because I'm not good enough. Like none of that is really the truth. So we have to understand our truth and where our fit is to know that we're doing the right things. Okay, this was an important conversation. I felt it was really necessary to get on and to share this. And like I said, this has been in my heart and in my mind for a few days now. And I just, I think we all deal with this from time to time, um, whether it's ourselves or people that we love or all of the above. And there are ways of finding the clarity through this. And if I had to give this person advice today, I would say, go start with yourself, start with your strengths, start with building a case for what you've done, your transferable skills, what's come out of it, what you're capable of, and what brings you joy. Is it waking up in the morning and saying, look, this major league team I work for, or is it working up in the morning, regardless of who manages your direct deposit and going and impacting a cause? Because those are two extremely different things, and they're different enough that this feels like a call for help for this person. So if you're finding this in your life, start to help people. If you're finding that it's happening to you, pump the brakes and don't start forcing job changes or resume updates or you know, defining yourself by these moments. This is not a moment in time. It's not a moment in our history. It's not a moment in our society to define yourself right now if there's a lot of um, cloudiness and gray area about why you're doing it. So hopefully this was a helpful conversation. If there's somebody out there you feel like needs help, um, I hope that this helped you. And again, if you identify anything about yourself in this, even more importantly, Um, Go back and listen to some of my previous episodes and really start to think about your strengths, your gifts, your talents, your truths. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week. It's early in the day, so much I want to do. I dedicate today to breaking rules I'm gonna stick to a strategy